Hi everyone and welcome to 99 Problems But A Boss Ain't One. I'm your co-host Michelle Pratt of Dive Deeper Development and I'm a freelance trainer and business coach. And I'm your other co-host Katie Carlisle. I'm a freelance Squarespace web designer and trainer and also run the Freelance Folk community for freelancers who want to be alone together. And today we're going to be talking about beware the pity party. The perils of the pity party. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about what the difference is between good sharing about struggling and when it just becomes a little bit of a term that we've both come across or struggle porn. Yeah. <laughs> it almost fetishizing yeah. the struggle as opposed to it being a means to an end, it becomes a thing in itself. Exactly. So we're gonna be talking about that topic today. So Michelle, why when is it good to share your struggles and when is it bad? Yeah, I think it's a really fine balance this one between good and bad struggling because being self employed is hard all of a sudden you're taking on responsibility for everything, but the buck stops with you. And you have to think about all sorts of things that you didn't have to um, if you've ever been in employment. So it is really good to build a good network around yourself. And we've been big advocates before on previous podcasts on building that network around you. So finding people, mentors, fellow freelancers, who you can speak to when you're having a bad day or to pick you up whenever you're struggling. And so it is a, it's, it's a fact that when you are self-employed, there will be days when you struggle or you're in the mire. And on those occasions, of course, it's very good to know that you're not alone and that you do have support. And I know that you, uh, as well as me, Katie, do have that support network, don't we? We get a lot of benefit from reaching out to others. Absolutely, yeah. It, our, our freelance folk kind of pop up co-working sessions and we have you know we've got a whatsapp group with a few freelancers in where we can we can say look i'm just i'm just really having a tough time getting my head around this or i'm feeling a bit blocked i got knocked back today i'm feeling down about it yeah yeah yeah. and you know having having that support and that sort of safe place to to be able to say i'm not sure how to deal with this setback or just even you know sharing something to kind of unburden yourself in a in a constructive way and knowing that that's going to help you to move on and work towards something else is a really really important part of it and I think that's why a lot of the freelance communities start off you know really well and and you know the Facebook groups and stuff where people can share okay this isn't working for me has anyone got any tips yeah. you know is that that's a that's a productive constructive way of approaching it yeah and it's true other people do have tips and also if you're having a bit of a problem or you're on a bit of a downer or you're having a panic going should i quit should i keep going it's nice to know that you're not alone chances are that someone else has experienced what you experienced before and you feel like you're not going mad yeah i was about to use that exact same phrase, phrase. yeah <laughs> i'm not going mad so this is perfectly normal and of course it is part of the process of course uh, it, it's very rewarding to have your own business and it's really great when you get those victories but of course having a little bit of struggle is part of the process there's quite often a lot of work to do up front there's a lot of fear a lot of uncertainty and yeah you've got to be brave and put yourself out there and it's better if you don't do that alone I think so why are we why are we even doing an episode about this why is it a freelance problem if I had to summarize it in in one Katie I, I would say is that you've got to just be a bit careful so it's good to go out there and garner support from people but remember this 
misery loves company and I, I just be a little bit aware of people who like to drag people into the life raft with them and I, I've seen I saw this in um, did weight loss way back then you know the, and I take that example you know there are people that are losing weight together and they're in pain together so they're saying oh you know this is really hard doing all this dieting this weight loss this fitness or whatever and other people go oh I feel your pain and someone say I've fallen off the, the diet wagon I feel so bad with myself because I've I've failed I faltered and then other people in the group would pick them up and go yeah okay you know I feel I feel like that too but it's not the end of the world get up keep going and it's a really positive experience but if you don't really care for those groups and you see it in freelancer groups as well there's people who are struggling and falling which is perfectly normal and actually a valuable learning experience but when there's other people around who rather than supporting or lifting you up they tend to encourage you to be shite with them so they're feeling shite and they want you to feel shite too because hey we both feel shite but we don't feel shite at least we're shite together <laughs> yeah, and, and I think that's the most swearing we've ever had in one of our podcasts it, but, achievement but, unlocked but, but uh, like I don't think I'm a bit peeved would really, help, would really <laughs> no, no, convey the strength exactly. impression exactly I, I love swearing so people who are miserable misery loves company and sometimes people struggle they want other people to struggle too so they don't feel alone in the struggling yeah. and uh, th- this is kind of of the problem so then you start to notice these behaviors where people start to struggle together and the struggling together becomes the things that bonds them and now we are bonded in our in our joint experience of struggling together and there's a couple of issues here one you're going to keep struggling because you're always surrounded by people who talk about how hard it is and struggling all the time it becomes your reality doesn't it, it? it does it, even if it's something that actually would just have been a temporary thing it then suddenly becomes like oh okay well yeah that this must be how it is this must be how it's meant to be it's normal everyone else is experiencing it too which which is really bad and 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 rather these people rather than the reason why i use the weight loss example is that what quite happened is whenever you say oh i've missed i've failed on my diet today there'd be those who would go oh well don't worry pick yourself up tomorrow's another day over the course of a week month year you'll still lose the weight you want but then there'll be other people going, ah, sod it, you deserve it, you know, have a day off, go on, have an ice cream. Oh, everybody gets a takeaway from time to time. And these people almost starting to sabotage or encourage people into these uh, negative behaviours. And the reason why they're doing it is that they're doing, they're not really doing anything to lift themselves out of the situation. And they're scared if other people do, it makes them, makes them look bad. So they don't want to be the only ones who are struggling to deal with stuff. So this is the other problem with the pity party, it is, as a friend of mine calls it. Um, you can bond with people over the struggle, but then what happens to your bond or your support network if your support network is built around other people struggling together? The minute you become success- successful or the minute you get yourself out of your struggle and you go, okay, I've been struggling for a while, but now I've nailed it and I'm really going some. Well, what do you bond with those people with then? And are you then surrounded by people who say, you know, who cheer you on and say, yeah, you go for it. Or you're surrounded by people who, who are trying to hold you back and say, well, be careful. Well, it's probably only temporary. Well, you know, trouble's going to be around the corner. So it's, it's just got to be a little bit careful about the company that you keep. So having people around you is good, but which kind of people do you have? And this is the problem when we bond over something uh, like hardship, I think. There's a whole other reason why it's, it's difficult as well, though, isn't it? I mean, it's long term. It's short term, I think, is a good strategy, but long term, it's not a place you want to live. Yeah, exactly, because you're not supposed to struggle all the time. No. Like, like, that is not, not the reason why you go freelance, you know, bringing it back to the freelance stuff. Like, like, if you are constantly struggling, something isn't working for you and you need to address that. It's feedback. That. We said yeah. that before. The failure was feedback. Yeah, exactly. And that's not to say that, oh, if, if you're struggling all the time, you need to just jack it all in and give up. 
it's just that you need to change something yeah. because if you're struggling all the time it isn't meant to be like that but actually in in some communities and then you know go so far as to say a lot of online communities perpetuate this more than i think face to face sometimes yeah definitely it's you know this this idea of struggling is almost sexy or or something like, to be, be aspired to it's like who's struggling it's like a competition to see who can struggle the most sometimes it is it's like uh oh the more i struggle the more successful i'm going to be because the most successful people have struggled therefore more struggle means more success yeah. which is not true <laughs> and actually you know it's understandable if you feel like oh i'm struggling all the time but this is how it's meant to be because if you look on something like instagram you've got all these people who are trying to be like really vulnerable and yeah. really hashtag authentic yes and here's a picture uh, of me crying today and, which, and, and I'm not mocking that no exactly and share, like I say sharing is good I have you know I've struggled with anxiety a lot it's freelancing has helped me so much and I talk about what I've been having challenges with on all of these podcasts we talk about what we found difficult but the difference is that we also then talk about how we overcome that and how we deal with those things and I think that's what's sometimes missing when people are saying oh look at me I'm so vulnerable and oh everything's so hard because actually it's a really easy way to get love and affection or what, what you are uh, what you yeah. interpret as love and affection so if you put a post on you know and you did people do this in their personal lives you know you've heard the term vague booking before you know where people yeah. put a Facebook post and they say oh having a really tough day and the immediate reaction is people pile on and go what's up oh are you okay love how can oh, I help you are, are you okay yeah. you okay hun Exactly. Exactly. Which You're is nice, okay. and it's nice, and it's nice sometimes, isn't it? And you know, use sparingly. Every so often, if you put something, you know, if you if you're genuinely saying, "Look, I'm struggling. I just need a virtual hug." Fine. Nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying there any anything is, but and I think I feel like Instagram is where this happens a lot more. Um, is you know that saying that, oh yeah, I'm I'm, I'm having such a tough time, and all, immediately you'll get all these comments saying like, oh no, you poor thing, and then you know you feel like oh everyone's you know, here for me, I'm loved, I feel, but then it's really hard if you put a post next time and you don't get as much engagement, or if you put a comments in a Facebook group and you don't get as much interaction for something positive then it can seem really tempting to go back to focusing on the struggle because that's when you get the interaction or the love and everything but it's not it's not sustainable it's not it's not good for your health it's not going to help you because if you're then focusing on that negative side of it that's what then is going to probably breed more negativity would you say i think so there's more blogs uh there's some blogs out there that are just people showing their vulnerability and when I say vulnerability, that means probably the the down days more just over and over. That that's how they do. It. It's the whole blog. It's it's rarely oh so this week I've had a great week. Here's my successes. Or you might get a temporary victory, but the whole online persona is based around you know struggling. And of course people are gonna like that because it's like yay they get me. But it needs to be a bit of a balance. So this is it's I think it is quite cynical. And Katie, you talked about anxiety there. I don't think it's good for your mental health to be always surrounded by people. And remember that online these algorithms of course show you more of what you reward so if you like and comment on posts which are about people struggling or, or suffering then it's going to show you more suffering and then you think like you said before it's normal but everybody's suffering no everyone in your timeline is suffering <laughs> there is another way so it's about that balance really i think and so what what can we do so if if we find if you're listening to this and you're kind of feeling like okay maybe yeah maybe i'm focusing on my struggle too much or maybe i'm engaging with other people's struggle too much what can we do about it 
I think um, I think balance is going to be the key to this one, is it? As it often is on these podcasts, you do need a bit of a balance as well. Remember, people are probably exaggerating their struggles, or at least they're only showing you part of their life, and balance it out. So I think we all need quick wins. So um, there's a saying that you know where focus goes, energy flows. So if you focus on what's hard, you're going to see more of what's hard in the world. So do take some time out to maybe focus on what is good, or is what is working, or what you're grateful for. And I'm not saying if you just have enough gratitude it's going to be the struggles will go away but I do think it's as important to celebrate the wins and we've talked before haven't we Katie about keeping feedback from good testimonials focusing on your successes sharing those finding ways to share you know again if you've got that community something we've just recently started doing in one of our little whatsapp groups is sharing our successes when we have them so that doesn't mean to say that we never talk about when stuff doesn't go well but actually there's a certain I think it's quite a British thing maybe a bit of a a thing that women are less comfortable doing as well of of actually going hey look I did this really good thing and I did I really like had a really successful day today like there's you know you feel almost a bit like you're bragging and you don't want to show off and make other people feel bad and I think a lot of the stuff around struggling is is around trying to make other people feel like they're not going mad but in a in a way that isn't going to necessarily help them in the future so it's actually, you know, most people, if they are, if most people in your community, if you if you know them and you're, you know, friends with them, they will be happy for your successes, even if they are struggling themselves. Exactly. That's what you want. And and I think that it's like, it's like, it's like the thing where you don't want to talk about cancer to someone who has cancer in case you remind them that they have cancer. They remember, <laughs> like you know, it's like it's it's that like you don't want to mention that you're doing well to somebody who's maybe struggling a bit because you don't want to remind them that they're struggling. But if they're struggling, they know they're struggling. It's not a reminder, and actually, it can seeing something aspirational can actually help to lift you out of that struggle sometimes. Exactly. And beware people that don't champion you when you are having a good day. I think the other danger is it could be like the, the blind leading the blind or a, I don't know, more PC way of putting it, the uninformed <laughs> leading the uninformed. You do, like you say, Katie, if, you, if you're not feeling very successful, other people's success might feel intimidating or out of reach for you. But I do think it's good to balance your influences, not just from people who are p- pitching at your level or playing at your level, but actually mixing your network or mixing your online influences to people who are perhaps a little bit ahead of you who are more successful for you because the people who are more successful have solved the problems and they've got it right yeah so a little bit you want to find people who are role models so maybe yeah maybe that, that, that one step ahead so not the people who are like 20 years established that you know and, and actually they've done it just through gradually growing the business and sometimes these things just take time you know and uh, you know and, and also avoid the the get rich quick ones of like you yeah. know how I earned a six-figure income overnight and I mean I, I understand why there's there's more of a, a, a tendency towards the sharing the struggle stuff because I think I think it probably started out to an extent as an antidote to everybody the positive self faking up the you know making up their kind of Instagram lives and and making themselves I do like Instagram by the way <laughs> I feel like I've been very down on it this episode but you know making up that their lives are better than they are like Facebook and Instagram I think really perpetuate that so I think it's really good when people share a balance of what's working what isn't working it's when it's bad if it's out of balance either way. 
If you're yes. only showing the good, it's not great. If you're only showing the bad, it's not great. Yeah, and but those extremes will always get more attention, they'll yeah. always get more likes, and they'll always get more traffic. That's just life. But I think when you pitch it in the middle, you probably find the quality, and you probably find the more measured steps that help us be successful too. So I think there is something in that as well. And how do you identify if you're spending too much time focusing on the struggle? I just, again, I think it's what you focus on. So if you are in a difficult patch, and we all have them, sometimes things go quiet in business for no fathomable reason. It's unseasonably quiet. Um, I think that I think that happens and it's okay to reflect on that as we said it's a sign that something hasn't gone right or maybe there's a lesson there that we could be more proactive in future but if that's all you're focusing on or if you're really finding yourself spiraling you know going the downward spiral or you're just not very fun to live with I think for most of the time then it might be a, you know, a sign that maybe you should get out there and either network or ring up someone who's perhaps doing quite well or find someone who is doing who's managing to who's got the answers perhaps and give as much focus to solutions as you do to problems in fact that was one of the things that I've been talking about I've been blogging about recently is focusing on strengths and successes rather than failures the things that work got you some success maybe do more of those than focusing on what hasn't happened so, so don't spend more time reading about struggling than you actually spend doing something yeah, about the struggle it's, it's where do you put your focus and make sure that you've got a good balance in where you're placing it i think so what else can we do about it if if we're struggling or if we find that we're we're kind of either perpetuating that struggle pity party or if we find that we're in that position what can we do about it yeah i think well we mentioned this before kate i think the first one is do something isn't it so um just do so if you do nothing and you worry about it or read about it or post about it or go in online communities about it nothing is changing and i think there's some point there comes a point where we've got to take action so do something so whether that is get a mentor go get some business advice i would say hire a coach because i am one of course speak to a friend speak to a competitor i mean just do something and katie we talked about this before um particularly important if you are in debt or you're not paying your mortgage so i have known some people who have been through this and the advice that they've given when i've spoken to to them i've seen them post to people on facebook is speak to your mortgage company or if you're in debt or you have loans and you're not paying them speak to the person who's lent you the loan there's normally something you can do don't bury your head in the sand yeah exactly if 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 and I mean this in a not facetious way, if the struggle is real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if genuinely the struggle is real, if it's really affecting your mental health, if it's affecting your cash flow, if you're literally miserable all the time, we're not saying that that feeling isn't real for you. It very much will be. But that's when you need to have a bit of an honest conversation with yourself. And rather than just keeping going through that struggle, you need to start doing something about it which is really hard because I think actually even just acknowledging that it's not working and that you have to do something about it is really hard yeah and there's people that will tell you that they were living on the breadline and then you know they work they plow through it and earn their millions but don't you know don't ignore that um I think you do need to pay attention to it I think the other one to do is just the big tip I would give people is learn the lessons so if things aren't going according to plan or you are finding it hard you mentioned it earlier that that's feedback that that's a sign that something needs to change so don't beat yourself up but take a step back and just ask yourself what lessons what not what has gone wrong but what can I learn from what's gone gone wrong two other questions you can ask yourself is what part have I played in creating this situation 
the second question you can ask yourself is what part can I play in, in coming up with a solution? So taking full responsibility and accountability as well. And I think, you know, there's t- there's times when it's best to do that. And I think in the moment where you're really feeling the pain of it, it's probably not the best time no, reach to out. do it. Reach out in that time. And, and you know, get, get the support, you know, get, get you know, at that point, if you've messed something up and you're really struggling, you know, reach out to people and explain that you're struggling but then do take the time to reflect and to yeah to kind of to 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 say how can i learn from this you know in the heat of the moment you'll be like i can't learn anything from this it's all horrible i've messed up that's normal but don't just leave it there do come back to it because i've had that where where i've gone okay like you know i've messed up and been fined for something or whatever or or like overpaid for something because i didn't actually read the email to see that the price was going up and go okay right in, in the moment I'm really frustrated but going forwards maybe I want to vent in that moment but going forwards I'm going okay do you know what though I'm always going to read those renewal emails now and if, if you know if I lost 20 quid that time it might save me from losing 100 quid next time because I'm going to read that email in time and make sure I've cancelled that service before the price increases so I think struggle plus action yeah yeah have it give yourself a reaction but then don't dwell on it and i think that's something and remember that um if, if what you're doing isn't getting results it, it's a sunk cost fallacy isn't it you know once chucking more money and time and effort at something that isn't working isn't going to help and so it, if you do the same thing you'll get the same results so it there could be a sign there that you just need to tweak something and it doesn't mean trashing the whole thing or start from scratch it just means you might need to take a slight subtle change in direction um, so that I think yeah action definitely and actually if you've got a support network that are overly focused on struggling that's not to say that they will always be that way like you can change the group dynamic and you can be the one that takes responsibility for that and actually starts to change the focus from everything is terrible all the time to yes yeah, stuff's hard but let's maybe start to think about what we can do about it yeah and sometimes you'll find a group is receptive to it you just you know sometimes you just go go into those habits and that becomes the group dynamic but actually that doesn't have to always be like that you might find that the group isn't receptive to that and in which case it might make sense to remove yourself at least least spend less time yeah with that but actually then finding people to replace that with and surrounding yourself with people who can really help you and sometimes you don't want to hear practical tips and you know like like we mentioned like the advice avalanche and people are almost too willing to tell you what you need to do but sometimes to get yourself out of a, a kind of tricky situation actually it does help to hear from other people yeah and i think talking to other people but the right people can help so um who you keep company with is a reflection of you in some way or a reflection of how how you're going to feel and how successful your business will be so make sure that you look at your group and make sure you've got the right people in it as well and talking to other people can really help um sometimes when you're talking about your situation and you are saying out loud it makes you feel very differently as to when it's in your own head and we've said before katie haven't we that if if you were describing your situation as a case study what advice would you give yourself so if you had to write it if you take your name and identity out of it but wrote a person is experiencing a situation whereby this is happening what would you advise then quite often you get a much more objective response as yeah well. or if your friend came to you with your problem what what would you do to help them out yeah like you, you know. said in the last podcast actually what would you what would you do in my position so i think it's a good one 
And of course, there is always the, I suppose, the elephant in the room. Is it time to quit if you're really struggling a lot? And um, I, like I said, we, we're not saying you should quit if times are hard. Um, and I think there are many things you can do to make a business work. But if push comes to shove, um, you absolutely have to. It's not forever. So if things are really hard right now, you're under maybe your mental health is suffering or if you are in financial hardship, you may need to take a job and, and do a full time job. But it doesn't mean that you have to give up forever. You can always go back to it. Um, it could be a tactical retreat rather than uh, losing the war. There you go. You live to fight another day. And I know we, we both know people that have done that, yeah. either because their personal circumstances have changed and they just need to do that right now, whether having a child, whether moving a house. I mean, you can do those things with, with a business. But if the right thing for you to do is make a tactical retreat, you haven't failed. Um, so it's something to consider as well. Sometimes we, we, we are flogging a dead horse, aren't we? Yeah, and I think freelancing isn't for everybody. And I think we have to have that honest conversation. And, you know, if you are struggling to the point where your finances and your mental health is, you know, in jeopardy, and if you feel that actually, this, for some people it's the lack of structure, I think, that they struggle with. And you know the lack of the the lack of contact with other people, and we also knew people who've who've decided actually, do you know what? I thought I really wanted to freelance, but actually I really like the structure of working in a nine to five. I like being able to leave my work at home. Trying to turn my passion into a job has made me love it less. Yeah. So by going yeah. back to working in a different, you know, in a in a different job, it actually allows me to enjoy that that kind of side project much more than if I was trying to make a living out of it. And so actually I think sometimes it is about having these honest conversations and not feeling like there's a stigma around failing at all. Because I think anyone who tries freelancing, even if it doesn't work, is automatically braver and more awesome. I mean, we would say that. Than somebody who's just staying in the job for fear of change and fear of anything else. So I think that... If you made it as a conscious choice... And, exactly. and you know why yeah. you're there and it's the right thing to do that's a good reason to do it yeah. you know, there's not you're not saying they're out of fear you're doing it because you've tried it and now you know what's right for you yeah. and that is the entrepreneurial way isn't it exactly. making the leap trying something and, yeah. giving, and learning from and it and the great thing about freelancing is it is so flexible so you could work a part time job if, if you were struggling financially but still build up your freelance empire on the side you know some people are lucky when they start freelancing and that is just you know some people get made redundant and have a and, and that's unlucky but some people get take voluntary redundancy and have Money. a payout which then gives them a cushion to be able to focus on it and i think sometimes when you see people who are doing really well you're like oh okay i'm not doing really well therefore i must be a failure and that's when that kind of the struggle stuff comes from but actually sometimes people have different situations people have some people have partners who can help to support them if you don't have a partner that helps financially to support you it's probably going to be harder it's definitely easier with someone else yeah. regular money coming in and that's the reality and actually sometimes you know, there's no hardship in saying yeah okay so i'm going to have a part-time job and i'm going to build up my freelancing stuff gradually and when i get to the point of being earning more in my freelance job than I am in my part-time job maybe that's time to then move on yeah so look we're not saying quit um I think as I say there's normally ways you can make a business work there's lots of good advice out there there's lots of courses support mentors coaches and a really fantastic community of people that are going to support you um what we suppose we're saying is yeah don't fetishize the struggle the struggle is normal but it's not a 24-7 existence and it shouldn't last forever it should be punctuated with uh, little successes and victories along the way so 
I, Katie, a couple of takeaways. I think I think the first one is be careful who you mix with and your influences, who you let into your timeline and ultimately who you let into your head. Make sure you've got a nice balance there, but make sure that you've got people around you who love and support you and cheer you on when the going is good, as well as being there for you when the going is not so good. And I think I'd say, I kind of echo what you've said in terms of choose the communities that work for you. Find the ones that you feel have that right balance and be on the lookout for ones which don't. But then I think the other thing I'd say would be if you find that you're stuck in this kind of vicious circle with other people who are talking about struggle, try and change that dynamic first. And then if it doesn't work, then you might want to do a kind of tactical retreat. Yeah, I think it's a good balance between people who will tell you what you need to hear as, as well as nurturing you and, and, and uh, giving the tea and sympathy as well. A bit of both is healthy. Yeah, because all. of course, you know, if someone's struggling, you want to be empathetic to what's going on with them. You want to show them that you understand what's happening in their lives. Oh, you know, actually, I understand how you feel because I went through something similar. But make sure you're not perpetuating it too. So, you know, if if you're trying to empathise with somebody and you're saying, yeah, I totally get it, I've gone through that, or you have my sympathy, do that, but then be there for that person to help them get out of that space as well. Yeah, would be what I'd say. So as always, we would love to hear your thoughts and suggestions. So if you've managed to get out of a struggle pity party let us know how you did it you know if there's stuff that you struggle with and want some solutions then we can maybe try and tackle that as one of our problems on the podcast and do you see this too do you see i do what what do you see on social media do you see lots of pity parties or you mostly got or you've got the other thing if you've got the success freaks (laughs) Uh, or you're finding a nice balance let us know what your experiences are we'd love to hear them too so if you want to get in touch i'm katie at the wheel exists on all good social medias I am Michelle of Dive Deeper Development and my Twitter handle is at Dive Deep Depth, D-E-V-P. And we will see you next time for 99 Problems, but a boss ain't one.